up, everybody? It's Erin. And Nicole. This is Dude That's Fucked Up. Welcome. So uh, what are we doing today? We're doing a show about uh, some stuff, and we'll get to that. But right now, what are we... This is a podcast about things that are fucked up. Like buttholes. Mm, Yeah. Or, you know, weird cultural events, or, (laughs) you know, cults, or... Sure. Or just poop in general. Yeah, or poop, or poop in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Well, let's let's see. What do we have going on? Any business? Oh, we got business. So much business, oh. as you can see and hear. Well, probably not here, but we're doing some new things. <gasps> we're Nicole, doing so many new things. Nicole has been just. Upping her game, left and right, learning new skills, doing all the things. Mm-hmm. Just a production master. <laughs> I uh, I've been um, real bored. Uh, <laughs> no, that's how you procrastinate. You know, it's like yeah. oh, I should You're be like... doing all these things, and then it's like, mm, or I could figure out how to live stream on YouTube. Or that. <laughs> I like that's where you go. I'm like, mm, I could be, you know, doing 8,000 other things, but I'm going to sit here and I'm going to fucking read about uh, stick on nails or <laughs> play Animal Crossing for two hours. No, I don't have that kind of time, but you know what I mean. Well, you're also like, you're also bettering yourself through growing a human. Like, He's- you're... He's grown. I don't. I'm not doing. No, no. But you're like having to teach him things, and like, you know what I mean. Like, I don't know. I guess you're busy. I. um, I'm busy just like making sure he doesn't uh, stick something in the electrical socket or fall off of something high or or eat cat food or or yeah, you know whatever. Or cat barf. Yeah, he's done that before. Oh my god, (laughs) I totally forgot about that. Oh, that was an awful memory to think about. Hashtag never forget. Never forget. <laughs> oh. oh my god. Well, well, we have figured out how to live stream things, and uh, hopefully this has already happened. But like, you may be able to watch our episodes live. Not live, but you may be able to watch our episodes on YouTube now. So we're trying to like capture video while we capture our audio, so that. You could watch our fucking episodes because we make weird faces. We're very animated. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes we do little like, like we do like. Erin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, you don't know. You don't know. You're not uh, getting the full story if you're not yeah. um, checking it out on YouTube. Yikes. Erin's um, very good at the dick in the mouth of jiggled the balls mm. move. Um <laughs> So I've this been is told. rated R. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, we've been doing that. We're doing that. That's pretty fun. Um, and then yeah, we're but but the big news as of this episode is that we're hosting a live show, and yeah. we we were gonna do it on Zoom, but we figured out how to do it on YouTube, which is better for everyone. It's just like easier for everyone watching. You literally click the link. You don't have to download zoom and like sign in and like yeah you know and then it's like no one can hear anyone it's a whole big thing so we're doing it on youtube and we'll send we're, we're gonna resend the link to everyone we're doing uh, it live we're, we'll do it live <laughs> and uh yeah so um yeah and where can people find tickets 
Uh, you can go to our website. It's dtfupodcast.com. So cute. Podcast.com. And at the on the very first, like, you know, immediate homepage, you'll see at the very top a button to click mm-hmm. get tickets to the live show. And that'll take you to our storefront where you can click on the little button to, to purchase a ticket uh, a, to attend, quote unquote, attend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I we will send you a follow up uh, email with all of the deets including yeah. the link to where you can go to watch it so i just and watched a live show on youtube it was great great that's yeah. good good to know mm-hmm. yeah. yeah um we're figuring this all out as we go to just like want to make mm-hmm. the experience as, as fun as possible uh mm-hmm. tickets are ten dollars that is uh a hundred percent of the proceeds for the tickets are going to go to two charities two organizations mm-hmm. that we've chosen um the Marsha P. Johnson Institute and mm-hmm. uh, Dignity and Power Now. Mm-hmm. Um, I chose the Marsha P. Johnson Institute. Uh, it's for black trans people. Um, and just a little bit about the Institute. Uh, Marsha P. Johnson was a self-identified drag queen, performer, and survivor. Uh, and in addition to be being a prominent figure in the Stonewall Uprising, she was like advocating all over all over the place. Uh, Stonewall Uprising of 1969. Mm. Uh, the P in Marsha's name stood for "Pay It No Mind," which oh. is what Marsha would say in response to questions about her gender. Amazing. Um, the Marsha P. Johnson Institute itself was founded in 2015 uh, by L. Hearns in response to the high rate of murders of Black trans women. Mm. Uh, the institute works constantly, tirelessly uh, to fight against the exclusion of the trans community and social justice issues, namely racial, gender, and reproductive justice, as well as gun violence. And that's Mm -hmm. directly from their mission statement on their website. Um, I've donated personally to them, and I I think they're doing some good work out there. Uh, So if you want to learn more, go to their website. It's Marsha P., uh, I think it's marshap.org. We'll we'll add it to the uh, notes. Yeah, for this yeah. episode. Also, we're gonna post more information on Instagram this week. Just like wanting to let everyone know we're doing this live show, but also that we've narrowed down. I mean, you may have already seen it by the time this episode is released, but uh, just want to let everyone know that we've narrowed down where we're focusing. So the other organization is the organization I picked, um, and it's called Dignity and Power Now. And a little bit about this organization, it's a Los Angeles-based organization founded and chaired by Black Lives uh, Black Lives Matter co-founder Patrice Con Cullers. So mm. you know it's legit. Um, Dignity and Power Now's mission is to build a black and brown-led abolitionist movement rooted in community power toward the goal of achieving transformative justice and healing justice for all incarcerated people, their families, and communities. So basically, they're focused on those who are incarcerated, who have been incarcerated, and really trying to, like, empower them, find justice for them, and then, like, find healing for them as well. And I kind of found them through one of their arms they have a ton of programs that like 
that Dignity and Power Now is sort of an umbrella for. Mm. Um, and one of the organizations is Justice LA Now, which I found through Instagram just like as the Black Lives Matter movement has been growing. Uh, they were someone I they were like an organization I followed pretty early on and they've been working to defund the LAPD and LASD, which is the sheriff's department, um, and working to find alternatives to incarceration since 2017. So, uh, they've been doing it for a few years now and they're amazing. Like I get text messages from them with very clear action items. It's always like I get the same person kind of talking to me or the same, like two or three people. And they're always like, thank you so much for your help. Here's, you know, like we're so, we're so happy that you've like joined this and we get to work with you. Here's today's action item. Like, can you please help us by emailing um, Mayor Garcetti or submitting this comment through this weird website? But like, you know, there's so much red tape. And so they're really figuring out how to like navigate everything, navigate that stuff and make it like palatable for regular people. Because it's like, I wouldn't know that I have to go to this specific website through this like way way down in the weeds you know comment forum thing that's very specific and then they even tell you like okay this is what you're entering and like why and they create all these google docs that you can access like it's incredible so i'm very excited to be donating money um you know to this organization i haven't personally donated yet but um maybe i'll You've add been- a little i'll sweeten the pot a little bit i have donated to marsha p johnson Institute mm-hmm. by way of another live stream I watched was mm-hmm. which was really cool. But yeah, I haven't um donated yet, but um I'm very happy to do so. Amazing. Yeah. That's, that's such a cool organization. Um just, I would can I oh sorry, go ahead. No, I was gonna say there's just so much uh it was really hard to narrow down exactly, you know, who and where to or to to yeah. send funds to. So mm-hmm. I mean honestly like we we were just just focusing on places that are need the most attention mm-hmm. or or you know have the most effect with a single dollar you know what i mean like you, yeah. you a little bit could go a long way with certain organizations so well and i think we were both like we were like let's like agree on one together but then i think we just like in our own activism have are gravitating towards different areas which is great because we're like complimenting each other Mm -hmm. and you were like I really want to support you know black trans women Mm -hmm. and I was like cool I'm on board with that but I also really want to support you know incarceration reform and Mm -hmm. and just like you know justice reform and all that stuff how do we kind of like bridge the gap and then we're like you know what let's just pick two they could both use the help yeah these people are doing everything so yeah uh and so that's why we have two and I think it's amazing yeah that's exciting (laughs) yeah so thank you everybody so far who's bought tickets and Mm -hmm. I hope everybody uh who's listening that can would and would like to join um oh my god please be fun it's gonna be really fun we've already talked about some potential topics one is like maybe tangential to the pit my ride stuff so you know that's gonna be a hot mess um but it's gonna be I mean it's gonna happen and then it will never happen again so you Mm want to make sure you're there to, to hear whatever fucking weird bullshit we I mean, we'll do another live show, but, like, the oh, specific oh, yeah. show topic, itself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It will, it will, like, 
it will be and then it won't be. You and then you'll I mean? and you'll get to be a part of it as it's yeah. all vomiting from our mouths. Yeah. Love it. So that's fun. Um, can I also have one tiny little um, piece of business that's somewhat related to mm-hmm. the Pit My Ride episode? Right, our last quick. episode was last episode. So much fun. Oh my god, episode one seventy seven. I think it was. Um, yo, dog. <laughs> I heard you like pneumatic too. <laughs> The fucking pneumatic tubes, dude. Pube in a tube. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, Someone reached out to us today on Instagram and was like, you guys missed the best joke, which it's like we're just in the moment. You know, we're we're not like writing things. So we miss a lot, I would imagine. Um, But this was so good. The jokes we do write are, they're all right. They're all right. The ones that fly out. Yeah. On the fl- on the fly, yeah, the good ones are the oh so good. And then so this person, so Jen, aka Bad Bunnies, uh, on Instagram. with a bunch of N's and E's on Instagram, um, wrote to us and they said, um, hey, like you missed this joke when you were talking about the shit oven or whatever. I don't even <laughs> honestly remember that we were talking about van life and uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh and that girl I told you in her video she had the fucking toilet under the, her oven and her smart oven yeah, and we were talking about uh, incinerating <laughs> the turd yeah. yeah I do remember talking about incinerating turds um anyway so she's like why didn't you guys call it the in an god damn it it's pretty good that's pretty fucking good we um, also missed another joke <gasps> what yeah somebody on Facebook said uh Ashley on Facebook said uh, I was really hoping for a Van Magram joke. Uh, after What's we a Van Magram, like, oh, mem- like a Bamagram. Oh, one. oh, yeah, that is really oh, good. That's good. So yeah, that, good yeah. wordplay, both of those. Great job, you guys. We love you. Also, I don't know if anyone out there is like a an artist or um, is inspired, but I feel like there could be a lot of great art like an like a van McGram. like i feel like there's mm. some or like a shitterator sh- sh- like where somebody's titties are just like clamped <laughs> between two vans be- between like a you know like a, a fucking waffle iron that's all on the back <laughs> of a of a truck and they're just like going down the freeway and they're like ah. i don't know and their titties are the only thing holding them on to the oh truck i don't know yeah those something are just like that things i think about um oh man <sighs> Well, well uh, good job. Thanks for think, listening to that episode, yeah. guys. That was a fun one. Um, yeah. And thanks for the uh, the the wordplay. Yeah. I wish I would have thought of those jokes. <laughs> Damn it. Me too. They would have really delighted us in the moment, mm-hmm. I feel like. But I'm delighted I'll, now in this moment by them. Yeah. Me too. Me too. <laughs> uh, anything fucked up for you this week? Okay, well, no, I don't really have anything fucked up, but there's something very cool happening literally right now on my block, and what? that is um, there is a movie being filmed <gasps> that Regina King is, I think, producing and directing, maybe. What? What? And it, yeah, and it's called um, One Night in Miami, I think, and it's all about um, four leaders of, like, the black revolution and black renaissance in the, like, late 50s, early 60s with, um, where Muhammad Ali, this was, a like, an actual night that happened, but, but I think a play was written that was based on these Uh events, so it's, like, a fantasy, but these four dudes actually got together, and it was Muhammad Ali, 
I think Sam Cooke, um, mm. Malcolm X, and someone else. Wow. Yeah, it it's wild. But anyway, they've made the liquor store and like everything on the corner of our um like of Broadway and Falcon right here looks so fucking cool. It's like Miami 1950s. They redid the signage with like neon glow Love light it. sign. It's so so cool. Um oh my oh god, that's amazing. Yeah. How fun. I hope I have the right uh Okay, so it's a it's a play and it's about it's an it's a fictional account of a real night which was February 25th, 1964, and hmm. it pinpoints a pivotal moment in the lives of four four still nascent black American icon black American icons whose potential thoughts and actions play out in the 90-minute one-act play. So it's Cassius Clay, Muhammad Ali, mm-hmm. or Cassius Clay. Cassius Clay. Uh, Cassius Clay, who's Muhammad Ali, uh, Malcolm X, Sam Cooke, and star NFL footballer Jim Brown. Whoa, that's so cool. Leslie Odom Jr. is in it. He's there right now as we speak. It's just fucking cool. It's very cool. So it's not fucked up, but like the street's been shut down. Yeah, we don't know. It doesn't always have to be fucked up. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. um, That we talk about. Yeah, so that's very cool. Um, Oh my God. Oh my God. Like, what's your fucked up thing? <laughs> okay, well, mine is actually fucked up and not fun. <laughs> yeah. It is the literal opposite of your cool thing. Um, mm. So today I went to the DMV, um, mm. and I thought I died and went to hell. Like, I thought Uh-oh. on my way to the DMV, I got into an accident and died because – and then, bam, there I am perpetually yeah. in this hellscape of fucking <laughs> just utter disarray. Um yeah, the DMV on its best days is, like, garbage. Yeah. Actually, you know what? That's not true. I've been to the DMV several times and had plenty of, you know, easy breezy Fine. Yeah. appointments. And has not – like, there's always been the, like, stigma of just how shitty the DMV is. And, like, for the most part, I've always been like, eh, it's not the worst. Yeah. Not the best, but, you know, I would rather go to the DMV than get a fucking – you know, pap smear. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's like so many other things I'd rather do than get a pap smear. But then there's a lot of other things that I would rather not do. And I'd rather get a pap smear, (laughs) you know? So like what? I don't know. Now the DMV, the DMV took, just took a dive. It it was DMV pap smear. Now it's DMV pap smear. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the pap smear is like a fucking spa day compared to what I just did. Uh, So I was there and I had an appointment. I I had an appointment in like March or April. I can't remember. And everything got closed down obviously because of COVID. And so it got rescheduled to June, whatever the day is today. Um, and so I get there and I am like right on time, but like, I probably should have gotten there a little bit earlier because I should have known I roll up. There's zero parking. People are just like standing around everywhere. There's cars everywhere. Oh God. And then, so I park on the, like way down the street, like on a total like residential street, walk, 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 walk all the way to the DMV, get there. And I, like, check in. That was no check-in, let me tell you. They were supposed to, like, text me with the mm. confirmation that I was in line. Yeah. It did never happen. Never got called. And Were you in they, line? 
Oh, I like you don't get in line because there's no line there. They just tell you, okay, we'll let you know when you're, yeah. it's your turn over the loudspeaker. And yeah. literally, like people are just standing in the parking lot waiting around for their number to be called. And you can't, I, it, my number actually might have been called, but there was so much noise in the parking lot. And there was like literal leaf blowers. Like there's, you know, people. A chorus of leaf blowers. <laughs> yeah. There was just like all this shit and, you yeah. know, helicopters going over. So, I, yeah. I, who knows? And so I like start to notice people going in front of me that had been there longer th- or I had been there longer than. Yeah. So I like, I walk up, I like brave the like oh. weird like bottleneck that's happening at the front of the DMV. And I'm like, hey. I don't think this worked. And they're like, no, it didn't. <gasps> so oh, I had to, no. I was waiting like an hour oh. and who knows how like long or short, much yeah. longer it would have been. So they, I re, I re got in line. I was like only a couple back, but then get in there. Everything's fine. And then I like go to get my picture taken for my driver's license because this is like I just still have my DC, my DC driver's license, and I am like going in there fully expecting like to take a test. I've like been studying, yeah. and DJ had to take a test, and so <sighs> I get I get I get there, and the lady who takes the pictures she's been working there for like decades, you can tell, oh and God. she's like she's like you don't have to take a test. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah, great. And she's yeah, like, yeah, not going to argue with that. Yeah, she's like, go back over there and tell them that you you need the receipt saying you could just get your license and they'll print they'll print the receipt out for you. I go back to the desk that I was just at and they're like, no, you need to take the test. And I was like, are you sure? Because she just said I didn't have to. And they're like, hold on. They go talk to their supervisor who's like in the middle of the like whole DMV. And then she writes on a post-it. To the, she's like, go take this over to this lady now. Oh <laughs> says, my God. John said she has to take the test. <laughs> and I was God. like, oh, shit, John said. <laughs> so I go wait over by this other lady. I walk up to her, and she goes, oh, John said that, huh? She, she just literally yells across the entire DMV. Oh, my God. She's like. She has a valid license that is a United States license. She doesn't need, like, she just starts yelling at everybody. Oh, my God. And I was like, I love this woman so much. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And she she was like, they're like, but no, her her driver's license is from out of, out of the country. And I was like, what are you talking about? Uh, she, and then the lady's like, it's District of Columbia, where the president lives. D.C., Washington, D. Like, she just starts oh yelling at I was like, oh. Because they were, like, asking me. They're like, you're an American citizen? And I was like, yes. Oh, no. Here is, here's my literal Social Security card. Oh, like, no. So they thought my, my driver's license from D.C. was from Columbia. Oh, no. It's 2020. Did you have to take the test? No, bitch. I didn't take no goddamn (laughs) test. That lady's like, you will not take this test. She's like, you're some more passive aggressive post-it notes. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, she's like, you're, you're good. You can go. And I was like, thank you. I love you. And I was, so I was like making jokes with her and she just was so nice. Uh, So bless that. 
that cool lady at the DMV, uh, mm-hmm. and I hope she took a good picture of me. Otherwise, I'll take back everything I just said about how cool <laughs> she is. You didn't get to see it? No. Oh. I just went, <laughs> and it was over. I think that's what I probably look like. Who knows? Or I like look like a- this. <laughs> either either like a deer in headlights or an orange that's like rotted in on itself <laughs> yeah fuck <laughs> so we'll see it's coming oh in two God. weeks i guess so amazing you did it well that's yeah. over with thank god two and a half hours at the fucking dmv also Ugh. like meanwhile it's like a corona corral it's like dude if i <gasps> If I get coronavirus after this shit, I am suing the motherfucking California DMV. (laughs) I'm suing all those people for not knowing that Washington, D.C. is called the District of Columbia. My God. Were people wearing masks and stuff? You probably Mm. had to to go in. Yeah. I I have to say everybody was 100% in masks. Even like the most like you could tell like Like shithead. Yeah. 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 Like, there are people still screaming at the, like, DMV workers with their masks on, so. Oh, oh, my God. That is one thing, like, I feel like if there's anywhere where someone's going to, like, challenge some, like, someone in wearing a mask or not, it is not the DMV. Because if they, like, they're already, like, not dealing with anyone's yeah. shit. They're like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, they're like, just fucking. No. I got to say, though, like. So this man was, like, screaming at these DMV where it was a master class in de-escalation and just, like, like Fund the DMV. (laughs) Honestly, if if the DMV had better funding, this would Mm. not have been an issue. None of this – nobody would be mad at all. Um, So it was – it was just, like, uh, the whole thing was terrible, so. Oh, my God. But I got to say, like – all the people that were working there, bless them, and everybody being very cool and patient that were there to get their fucking, you know, driver's licenses and real IDs yeah. and shit were all being very, for the most part, very cool. Dude, mm. so I should have known when I walked up and I saw people with fucking lawn chairs <laughs> that I had severely <laughs> underestimated <laughs> the situation <laughs> you forgot to wear your like backpack chair that when you set it down it's just a little chair for camping these oh people god. were not playing it was so funny oh my god well it's also like fucking it's wild to me that like that the text mess like the text message thing isn't like a better technology like a better technology that just worked because like they'll text me f- like half a mile away when my table's ready at Chili's. You I know, know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, well, and, how is this not technology, like, not being utilized everywhere? And, like, I had already, like, done the, like, application online. Everything yeah. on, every, I had already, but it was still, still a, still a hassle. Like, everything, Ugh. nothing was talking to each other. And I get, like, there's so much that needs to happen, but still, it yeah. was a shit show. So. Oh, my God. That was a fun – that was my entire morning, so. Cool. God, what a nightmare. But it did get me to put jeans on and makeup oh. on, so. And you don't have to do it for another, like, 10 years. And you didn't have to take the test, which I think you're supposed to. I had to do it, and DJ had to do it, and Pete had to do it. So somehow – you okay? All right. Well, someone's feeling themselves because they were just like, "Oh, yes, like VIP treatment at the DMV, bitch." <laughs> they like this woman saw that I had like probably. She's like, "Oh, this <laughs> this woman's been here for 
many hours. Or maybe she was just like, I think I like her. You know what? I'm going to do her a solid. Yeah. She did me a solid. And yeah, you know she what? Did. I will fucking ace that test anyway, so. True. Also, maybe she just fucking hates John so much, and she was like, <laughs> I'm going to use this situation <laughs> to, to undermine his myself. authority. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to assert my authority, and I'm going to undermine his. Well, I mean, all she had to do was click a fucking button and say I passed anyways, so. Oh. Do you, Who knows? Oh, is that what she did? Probably. Or, yeah. like, say, like, I not required or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Now, yeah. if in two weeks my license doesn't come, I'll know that. Janice or whatever was yeah. wrong and it didn't go and, well. and John yeah. was like bitch no <laughs> yeah oh John Ugh, fucking John fuck you John oh god Washington Washington DC is in the United States all right sir <laughs> it's she goes fuck. it's where the president lives <laughs> and he was like oh my guy Trump you mean my Trump god I hate it yeah uh well you know America's in big trouble and if that's not a primo example of where we're heading then i don't know what is we need a we're there baby we we need you know we need a nice story to like get ourselves like back in the like you know proud to be an american born in the usa born in the usa we're not talking about bruce springsteen but um oh we should have Hi. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> He's fine. Uh, no, we're gonna ha- we're gonna tell you a little little story about a uh, American patriot uh, who gets, hero of heroes gets not a lot of recognition, um, but she it's should. George Washington. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> oh right. I forgot. <laughs> Sorry. I. This is just a this just a little. You know, just a little fun, nice story, and we're just, yeah. we're just, I, we, we saw this in the on the internet, and we're like, you know, that's that's cool. Yeah, let's talk about her. Yeah. Um, I, I, I personally need this story in my life right now. So, mm-hmm. you guys remember Paul Revere, right? <laughs> nope, because I thought he was Johnny Tremaine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nicole goes Paul Revere, the guy who had a fake hand, right? And I was like. Johnny Tremaine is 100% fiction. But. No, because he works for – there's like Paul, – Paul Revere's in that book. Yeah, but it's like it's like American Revolution fanfic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fair, fair, fair. I know, uh, and but then, I did get confused. Uh, yeah, uh, I wrote like a, a 13th chapter or whatever to that Same. book. That yes. was like our project for eighth grade or whatever. Yes. Yeah. It, that's, I was telling Pete about that today, and he's like, what, did, what was like – what was yours like all worried and I was like I don't know and then I went back and read the Wikipedia for that book and I was like oh I think it had to do with it was like a love story I definitely wrote like I wrote a love story I yeah I have like other pages (laughs) I'm just kidding I was just like they they fell in love and lived happily ever after and blah 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 they got Um, married yeah it was like so dumb um okay mine was good I got an A plus I got an A plus too, I think. Yeah. Um, okay, Paul Revere. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not talking about him, but we are talking about him. Yeah. Technically. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So Paul Revere ran around on his horse yelling at his neighbors that the British were coming. Mm-hmm. Um, Yo, wake up! Everybody! <laughs> the British are coming! Wake your They're ass up! They're almost here! <laughs> ah! <laughs> <laughs> he was just like on a horse, like... Ah! 
that's what I envision. I don't know. Yeah, uh, there's like a whole poem about his midnight ride that we had to learn in elementary school. Like, yeah, blah, one, blah, who cares? One of by land, two of <laughs> by sea, like the lanterns oh, or whatever. Right. Yeah, there was like a lantern code. Yeah. Uh, but did you also know that there was a teenage girl who did the same thing? 16-year-old Sybil Luddington. Mm-hmm. And she she did it better and more metal, I oh. I would argue. Yeah. Fuck. Well, it's already way more punk or way more rock and roll or way more re- metal because she was a girl and she was a fucking teenager. Yeah. Okay? And she was out there on her own. So. When I was 16, I was a piece of shit. So <laughs> would I have done this? Probably not. <laughs> and I was just angry. And I don't think I was, yeah, very cool to people so uh yeah, like, my hair was every- the color of piss <laughs> it was yellow you had beautiful and, hair your entire life mm, i've had two bad hair mistakes that which is why i refused to cut my own hair in quarantine mm-hmm. and both times to correct it it was piss colored and the second time i cut it all off like manny Moore. anyway <laughs> so a little bit about Sybil. Yeah. Uh, on April 26, 1777, at the age of 16, Sybil Luddington made an all-night horseback ride to alert militia forces in the towns of Putnam, Putnam County, New York, and Danbury, Connecticut, mm. of the approach of British forces. Cool. Uh, she rode about 40 miles, which is a lot of fucking miles, mm-hmm. at night, like in the middle of the night. In Putnam County, New York, to warn approximately 400 militiamen under her father's command that British troops were planning to attack Danbury, Connecticut. Uh, and that's where, the at the time, the Continental Army had a supply depot. So that was, like, very vital to the entire cause. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking her w- so many supplies in this depot, dude. Yeah. Like, fucking, they just had, like, cases Munition. of talkies. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes, yes, yes. I was thinking of it more like the depot, the gas station we'd oh. go to in high school. They had those good ass chicken tenders with the they had, potato oh, yeah. wedges. They had fucking oh yeah, what was that little brand called? I have no idea. I can't even remember. I'll have to ask my mom. They had um those like really good French vanilla lattes from the machine where you push the button and mm. it just is electric. Oh, love they it. They Powerade. Oh, so. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So good. Um, on the way to gather her father's troops, she warned people asleep in their homes by banging on their shutters with a stick and yelling, "The British are burning Danbury!" <laughs> <laughs> but she was like, "The British are burning Danbury!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yeah. she's like hitting people's houses with this stick. So that's yeah. kind of, that's like. Cool. I picture her kind of like in Mad Max, the newer one with um, Hot Tom Hardy, where it's mm. like the guy with the guitar that swings yeah. around on the thing. <laughs> but like on a horse and she's but just But on like, a horse yeah. and she's just, yeah, she's like kind of swinging around, but she's like tied onto the horse by her like long ass hair. And she's like, and I guess they didn't have, she's like violining, but in a real metal way. Cause like what other, or like fifing. Fife. She's fifing. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. Oh. Or she just has a drum and is doing a drum solo. Oh, that makes so much more sense. <laughs> but she's doing the drum solo on people's houses. 
like spinning her drumstick up in the air like yeah she's like spinning 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 and then she gets to another shutter and she's like the burning down berry or whatever what'd she say the British are burning the British are burning down berry Exactly what happened. <laughs> okay. Also, wait. I'm just okay. I'm also curious. Is Danbury just named after someone named Dan? Like mm, the Burry of Dan? Yes. <laughs> yes. Because it seems like such a. I just don't know what it means, and I'm like, oh, Dan founded this. There's a couple more towns in here. Yeah. Where I'm I, like, that's probably. Like, yeah, he's like, we're going to name this area Bury after Dan, who's founded it. Uh, who's to say, honestly? Yeah. They were doing all who's kinds of weird say? shit back then. Mm-hmm. Um, at any rate, though, a <laughs> little bit more about Sybil. She was born yeah. April 5th, 17th. Sybil! Sybil! <laughs> Sybil! <laughs> Sybil! <laughs> Oh my god. I can't stop now. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. She was born uh April 5th, 1761 in Fredericksburg, New York. She was the eldest of 12 kids that were they had to like really step it up back then. We were trying to propagate a nation. So Oh, okay, that makes sense. I was like, yikes. But also good for them for like getting down that much. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess. Everybody was fucking you didn't know when you were gonna, you know, see tomorrow. Sure. I guess you would know when you would see tomorrow since it would be tomorrow. But you know what I'm saying, right? It would be today though. True. So her parents were Henry and Abigail Ludington. Um, mm. So her father, Henry, was a prominent figure mm. in Fredericksburg, uh, <laughs> named after Frederick, I guess. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's like, this is the Burg of Frederick. Sure, 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 It's sure. Fredericksburg. It's Fredericksburg. <sighs> uh, he was uh, a seasoned vet. <laughs> He had uh, taken part in the Battle of Lake George in 1755. Mm. He'd served in the French and Indian War. Um, he also was a, a landowner. He owned about 229 acres of undeveloped land in what I guess is now today New York State, obviously. Um, and as a farmer and mill owner in Patterson, New York, he was a a community leader since he was a mm. landowner and he was like prominent in the community was a veteran knew what the fuck he was doing uh mm. so he volunteered to serve uh as the local militia commander uh because at that time we were on the verge of war with england and yeah. or with the british and so shit was happening we were an occupied colony uh so Things were getting tense, and um, yeah, he was he was on guard and ready to get everybody going. Mm. Uh, so on April 26, 1777, uh, a dude knocked on his door and was like, hey, there are some troops 
coming into Danbury. Uh, we gotta, we gotta get it going. Mm. And it was his job to get everybody mobilized and figure out what they needed to do, like where they needed to position their militia, their troops, what they needed to recover from the depot, if they could even get near it, like all the, all these things, all the strategy and he needed to lead everybody basically. Otherwise everyone's just showing up to his house and he's not there and his wife's like. Uh, I don't know what's going on. I got 12 kids. I don't know what the fuck you want me to do. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. She's like, I'm, I, my vagina literally keeps falling out and I have to put it back in every time I take a step. So I, I'm busy. My hands are full. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, back in those days, he's, you know, everybody has tons of land because there's nobody there. It's just a few people. Um, and so everybody's spread out all over this area. Um, and he knew, he's like, well, I think everybody is privy to the fact that the British are close, but they don't know how close. They don't know mm-hmm. what the fuck is actually happening and ha- that we need to like get everybody rallied to a point here and mm-hmm. we need to go. So mm-hmm. he's like, I can't go. And the person who delivered the message to him was like wiped out. He's like, I can't. I can't ride to tell all these people. I just like rode however many miles to get here and I'm fucking exhausted. It was scary and it's raining and it fucking sucks out there. He sucks. Okay. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's fair. It's like, you know, he's probably riding through enemy territory and whatever. Yeah. So, so also like there was a stew on the stove (laughs) and he was like, that smells pretty good. Do you guys mind if I stay for dinner? I'm, kind of hungry yeah uh, i just rode all this way so maybe i'll just like stay and is hang. that fresh bread on the hearth <laughs> hmm. interesting i oh, I'm smelleth tired. a, <laughs> <laughs> I a delightful ale and bread mm. <laughs> meanwhile fucking what's her name Sybil, she's Sybil. like. Meanwhile, Sybil's up in her room, fucking carving her initials into everything in her room. Yeah, there's like, no, she doesn't have her own room. Are you kidding? She has like no, yeah, totally. six of her siblings like bunked up, and she's like taking care of all the kids. She's practicing tattooing on all the like youngest kids, like but on their butts and stuff. She's like, she's she's like another mother basically. So oh, she's right. like, yeah. I need a fucking break from these kids. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But also, she's metal. Yeah, and she's like, hey, what's going on, Dad? Like, what is happening? Yeah. And he's like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, sugarcoat it for you, kiddo. We're yeah. going to, we're about to get fucked by the British. Yeah. And I need to figure out a way to, like, warn everybody to, like, rally the troops. I don't know what to do here. I have no, no other, like, help. So maybe you can help me out. And she's like. I'll fucking go. I'll do it. I'll tell everybody. Yeah. Like, she's she's down for the cause. Dude, she was so down because everyone, like you said, like, everyone had farms and shit, so they're so spread out. And also, no, okay, it was weird to me that, like, this is even happening and no one's around. Like, they had no idea. But it also happened to be planting season, mm-hmm. so everybody was busy with their plants. <laughs> so it was like their so crops then, their crops and their plants and then so he so it's like hey you know what everybody go home i think we're okay here they were not in the area 
uh, they weren't in the area. They weren't in the area. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, she she offered to go, and wow, she went. She, she fucking she got on a horse with a yeah. man's saddle. First of all, it wasn't a like a lady's side saddle. Bullshit, okay, whatever. that's what I was gonna ask you because I was gonna ask. First of all, fucking, she got on this thing. Forty miles is a long time. I'm assuming she had ridden a horse at some point. Like, you have uh, I to mean, know yeah. how to ride. Okay, but also it's like, had she ever ridden a horse 40 miles? No, that's got to hurt your muff big time. Oh, God, yeah. I c- but, like, I guess it numbs after, like, probably five, mi- five minutes. Well, I don't know. I was talking to DJ about it, and he was like, he's like, the longest I've ridden a horse is, like, 10 miles. And he was like, I have never hurt as bad as I did after that. And I was oh like. Oh, my God. That's a lot. It's uh, why cowboys walk bow-legged, right? Yeah, I mean. Mm-hmm. You got to build up a callus in your taint, basically. Oh. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't do oh. well. Uh, no, I don't like that. Yeah. So she – but, I mean, she just, like, did it. She's like, I oh, got to yeah. do what I got to do here. She got on that horse, and she knew, like, where to go. Like, her dad told her, like, mm-hmm. hit this spot right up this way. Like, they had a whole map of where she needed to go. Um, yep. And she she got on that horse and she rode forty miles around the surrounding, you know, areas of yeah. where all the farms were of all the the local militia. Um, in the rain, it was with pouring rain. Wet hair. Her mascara's running. She's <laughs> never looked more metal. She is so fucking cute, goth on this ride. She's like heroic goth. You know what I mean? She is giving me fucking revolutionary fucking <laughs> heroine, just yeah, horse mother, just going. Oh yes, my god! Yes, 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 yes. So no. yeah, no. I don't fucking know. Kill me. Uh, <laughs> shut up, Aaron. Uh, I love it. No, she did. She fucking did it. Yeah, she rode that bitch like a pro, and she woke everybody up. She rallied the troops. She rode twice as long as Paul Revere. Like, Paul Revere did not ride no 40 fucking miles. He ran like maybe 20. Yeah, 20 tops. Um, And everybody like got, got their shit together, grabbed their guns, grabbed their fucking axes or whatever the fuck they had and their little bag with rations in it yeah that's cute yeah hat probably a coat mm, overcoat for sure yeah (laughs) and they and they got all their shit together and they they ran over to to their henry luddington her dad's house yeah and they're like all right what do we need to do here okay but what like i'm fucking shocked that they responded to and followed her but i guess it was like serious shit but yeah, it just is I, wild to me that like they were like okay yeah let's all like stop what we're doing which was probably sleeping and <laughs> you know and yeah. like follow this 16 year old which also we didn't say but i feel like 16 at this time was like not 16 today she was like a member of the community like people yeah, knew she was her like a woman yeah quote people, unquote. people knew her as henry luddington's daughter like she she was like out in the streets like you Mm. know out out here working and and doing all the things that she needed to do at this time yeah uh to to help her dad out because she's the oldest so um people knew who she was and they were like oh shit uh 
Sybil is out here yeah. yelling for us to go. We got to go. Yeah. Um, she seems scary. Yeah. Ooh. She's very metal. Yeah. She just like <laughs> broke our windows with a fucking stick. I think she's serious. <laughs> so uh. they – they all they all rallied. They did not win this little mm-hmm. battle, though. <laughs> Awkward. Yeah. yeah that, maybe. Rough. I mean. Yeah. I. Yeah. It I'm was sorry, already. Sybil. It was already like. Done. It was too late. Like. Yeah. Uh, the the British had overtaken the area they were trying to protect. Uh, they fucking trashed Dansbury. But you know, in the future, it helped get everybody. Like it was pretty much the beginning of like some serious shit, and it yeah, it did help get everybody riled up. And I think like having that kind of uh, you know, her as like a kind of like a symbol or a figure, like being like, look at this sixteen year old girl, like fucking down for the cause, ready to yeah. like ride forty fucking miles to wake everybody up to like go fight the British. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty much it about Sybil. That's as much as we really know. Mm. Uh, like I said, we in school focused mostly on Paul Revere because he was a ri- – he was very wealthy, first mm. of all. He was a wealthy white man who, mm. uh, you know, he was respected in the community. And he was also, like, in with, like, the high ups, like – Right. Adams and and you know Madison yeah. and all that. So he uh he did his thing and he was well known already for sure. the time. So when he did his like famous ride, mm-hmm. of course there were poems written about him and yeah. statues and he is synonymous with uh I think the Revolutionary War in a lot of ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um but just so you know there is a 16-year-old girl who did the exact same thing, but twice as long Dude. of a ride. Yeah. And in the rain. And in the rain. Um, I guess, yeah, that's like kind of all we know about this event. But also there's a little bit more about Sybil, which she still was fucking cool later. Oh, yeah. I felt like. Um, so she... Uh, a few years later, as women of this time did, she got married in 1784 at the age of 23 to a man named Edward Ogden, and they had a son, Henry, named after her dad, I guess. Um, but then, sadly, her husband, Ed, died 15 years after they were married of yellow fever. Um, but then, I think she really came into her own after this. She was like, all right, the man of the house is gone. I'm going to step it up again. She fucking went out. She bought a tavern. Hell yeah. She she worked that tavern, put her son through law school, which I don't think was like how law school is today, but still. She like put him. Still was money. Still was money. She sent him to it and he became a lawyer. Um, And then when like a few years later, she sold the tavern business for three times what she had paid for it and she bought a house for her son and his family and wow. it's like, um, who needs, excuse me, who needs a man? Not fucking Sybil. She's like, you know what? I'm just going to make like these real estate investments. I'm into real estate now. Um, I'm into need- flipping houses. Yeah. She fucking flipped taverns and inns. <laughs> it's more impressive than a house because it's. I'm a- in and out, babe. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the name of her fucking HGTV show, In, In and, and Out. out. 
with Sybil Luddington. Oh, I love it. And she's like, and and it's kind of like the fucking Joanna Gaines show, but also um, the show that Robert Irvine does where it's Restaurant Impossible. Mm, it's like, mm-hmm. hey, an inn is like kind of a taverny thing, kind of a hotel thing. We're gonna re- we're gonna make over both sides of the business, mm-hmm. and then we're out. Yeah. Oh my god. She did that though. She did that. Um, but then well, this is very sad. Her son mm-hmm. died, oh. and yeah, and then she was like very broke, and so she applied for revolutionary the like revolutionary war pension because her husband had fought in the war but they denied her because they're like "Mm, you don't have sufficient proof of marriage ew and it's like oh she should have been paid based on the what she contributed yeah it's stupid it it's uh yeah so like uh yeah they um there was always – it was, like, always a story that everybody in that area knew. And yeah. her, her family had passed the story down through the years. It was, like, not officially recorded in the, you know, history books or whatever. Yeah. Because, again, this is a she thing. She wasn't important. She wasn't yeah. important. She was a woman. She yeah. wasn't a wealthy landowner like Paul Revere. Yeah. Uh, her dad was, and that was just enough to have her still, like, mentioned and known in the community. But – for mm-hmm. her to have carried on this legacy yeah. and to have been an important player. I mean, she was a minor figure, but obviously mm-hmm. like she was she was she was doing things. So yeah. um it's shitty that she was not she was denied that pension and she was kind of forgotten about um until like I think the late eighteen hundreds somebody was doing research on the Revolutionary War and found her story and then it was like passed down and Mm. and more more you know color was probably drawn into the story like who knows if it really was actually 40 miles but I think I mean if there's like documentation to like back up like exactly where she was supposed to have gone around and there's like a lot of things that are pretty pretty good proof that it actually did happen yeah. And it wasn't just, like, bullshit or made up or whatever. It just wasn't recorded in the, like, you know. At the, the time. At the time, the way yeah. Paul Revere's ride was. Yeah. Um, so, but people still know about her, especially mm-hmm. in the area. Like, she is, she's, like, pretty well known in, in upstate New York. She has a statue. A statue. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And she's had a stamp, which was made for her in the during the bicentennial in 1977. They were like, you know what? She died broke as fuck in destitution, but uh, let's make this woman a stamp. Yeah, and she did. Yeah, let's. It's like okay. Uh, yeah. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's nice. No, no, it's still cool, and we should talk about her. And it's it's like. One of those things of, like, if we're going to mention Paul Revere, let's fucking mention this lady. Yeah. Fucking Sybil Luddington, because why wouldn't we need to know that she did the same fucking thing, but maybe even a bigger deal, you know? That's right. Um, And also, by the way, uh, DJ was <laughs> talking to me about this last night without even knowing what our topic was. Whoa. He was, he was like, did you know that Paul Revere looked like Jack Black? <laughs> did he? Dude. What? Yes. Okay. Google that shit right this minute. Look at his face and tell me that is not oh fucking... Oh, my God. That Jack Black didn't t- time travel. 
Oh my god. What why so, did he like know this? I don't know. I feel like he was like reading an article oh or something. God. Dude, right? Oh my god. It's Jack Black. That is wild. It's uncanny. Uh, and so I just like kept thinking about Paul Rivera like riding around going <laughs> like in the style of fucking Jack Black like wake up the British are coming I don't know yeah. however he no, sings like, like yeah how did he it's like <laughs> the British he's like very like <laughs> No, that's Adam Sandler. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking of School of Rock. Uh, he's just, yeah. I, yeah. But I just, like, started laughing to myself about thinking of somebody looking like Jack Black running around being. It's one photo. There's one, I mean, photo. Yeah. There's one painting in particular that mm-hmm. looks like fucking, what if that is, like, what if, like, Jack Black had that commissioned at some point just, like, to weirdly, like, wormhole his way into, like, a weird historical context? That would be cool. It'd be so funny. Uh, but, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, but she is – I bet if you grew up in upstate New York, you probably know about Sybil Luddington. And uh, you, maybe you learned about her in school or you've been privy to her because of where you live. But yeah, we, I didn't know about her. I think it's nice to learn these fun things about little little pockets of history. I don't know. Maybe you know the system of a down song, Sybil Luddington. <laughs> Sybil got on her dad's horse. <laughs> Sybil. <laughs> Sybil got on her dad's horse. <laughs> into the rain she wanted to I'm gonna pee oh my god <laughs> wake up <laughs> British coming wake up <laughs> oh my god oh my god I'm fucking crying dude wow and that's how we do a podcast. <laughs> oh, my oh my god! <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> I fucking love this. Episode. I know. I love that you said she was metal because the whole time I was thinking, okay, we'll do like whiny teenager, and I was like, yeah, that's like not that fun. Uh-huh. The, met- the metal thing was just a what a what a great thread to tie throughout. <laughs> And Jack Black. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who would have known? Oh, my God. I'm dead. Uh, <sighs> thank you guys right. for listening to this very silly episode. <laughs> um, follow us on the social medias. Socialmeads. At DTFU Podcast on all the platforms. Yeah. Go to our website, DTFUPodcast.com. Buy a ticket for mm-hmm. the live show. Oh Even if God. you can't make it, know that your $10 is going to a good place yeah and you can watch it later and you watch it later yeah we'll send you a link to it Mm -hmm. so don't you worry yep um yeah if you can't join us live know that you can watch it any point in time if you buy a ticket Mm -hmm. um yeah i think uh i think that's it 
Oh my god, yeah, I'm just like in my mind trying to do a Jack Black impression. I can't <laughs> think of it. I can't figure it out. So, well, maybe next time. <laughs> uh, and in the meantime, uh, hey, hey, what? listen, listen here. Yeah, I am listening. Be excellent to yourselves. <laughs> and each other. Bye-bye. <laughs> Sybil put on a little makeup. You gotta go warn the other people. People. <laughs> people. People. The British people. Okay, we gotta stop. Okay. Okay, bye. Okay, bye bye. <laughs>